Well, we, said, we said it was going to be a short episode, so... Um, they're short chapters. We thought that... Uh, I Listen, I turned it down. I turned it down as much <laughs> as I could. Um, but yes, hello. I'm your host, Charlie, and I'm on summary. Uh, Nick. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> he kind of bungled the intro, but well, I'm but sure. It's been like... Well, what? It's episode 10. We can just start. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, Aragorn wakes up after his encounter with the Urgles last chapter at camp with his arm in a splint. It's been broken. Brom and Sephira are nowhere to be seen. He eats a delicious breakfast of stew and mills about for a bit before deciding to scry to see where they are. He sees that they're flying but can't see their surroundings because it's scrying. Um, he also tries to scry on Roran who is also in an unfamiliar location and looks a bit worse for wear. He gets bored waiting and decides to scry on the woman from his dreams for a while um, to just like check if he can scry on something he imagined. She really is the woman of his dreams. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and is very, very surprised when it works um, because she's a real person. Um, she seems to be able to sense his presence and makes eye contact with him, which really scares him and kind of freaks him out enough that he bails on the scry. Um, Sophia and Brom return, having spent the last few days hunting down the Argyles. Um, there are 12 of them in total, but three of them have survived, and so they're a little bit worried about that. Brom berates Aragorn about his poor decision-making for most of the rest of the chapter, um, and they set out for uh, Drusleona. The next day, this is chapter 31, Aragorn tells Brom about scrying on the woman, um, and Brom is just stumped and has no idea what's going on, so they drop it. Um, on the road to Drasleona, Aragorn's training continues, and he learns to fight using his left hand since his right is still broken. And when they reach Leona Lake, Aragorn and Sephira go for a lovely swim and play around in the water together for like four pages. It's two. Um, <laughs> that night, Aragorn finally beats Brom in a sword fight, and Brom promptly gives up forever, proclaiming that Aragorn is now a master swordsman and there's nothing more he can teach him. <laughs> he then walks through, through the basics of how a wizard's duel would work and tells him to bail as hard as he can if he ever encounters another caster. Um, they go to bed and then keep walking to Drasleona the next day, um, which is chapter 32, the Maya of Drasleona. Aragorn and Brom stay in an inn in a town called Fesseloft, close to Drasleona. They listen out for rumours about Aragorn and Sephira, um, just in case the Urgles have been spreading something, but hear none to their relief. On the final day before they reach the city, Sephira and Aragorn have a brief conversation about what they'll do once the Razak are dead. Sephira kind of urges him to consider joining the Varden while Aragorn's on the fence about the whole thing and kind of just wants to live his, his own life. Um, they arrive at Drasleona, which is so, so yucky disgusting. It makes Terum look like Tora. Um, Brom finally tells Aragorn about Halgrind as it comes into view, explaining the city's cult worship of the mountain and pointing out the massive cathedral in the center of the city. I'm sure that won't come up later. As they move through the heavily guarded gates, Aragorn becomes more and more disturbed by the quality of life that he sees in the city for the poor and develops kind of a general sense of unease and they stop for a night in an inn called the Golden Globe uh, Aragorn muse muses about wealth inequality Brom gets him drunk and they go to bed and it's everything that happens in those <laughs> three chapters I didn't realise the inn was called the Golden Globe <coughs> yeah. that's really funny yeah, topical huh <laughs> whoa, whoa. don't date the episode bro we back release <laughs> wait we the Globe like last week yeah, oh for real I yeah. don't know anything about them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were um, they were predictable. Everything, everybody who was going to win won. Oh, I don't see anything. So yeah, 
Yes, wow. All right. I <laughs> couldn't even have predicted <laughs> the show I've never heard of from the Golden Globe. Golden Globe is for movies. It's for movies? Oh, it means it's TV, yeah. right? I think Golden Globe might do movies as well. I'm not 100% sure. I just like to look at the outfits. But um, we got a good screenshot of... I don't know, those two women hugging each other. I'm very far behind on everything. What I don't we... know. I don't know if I saw I that I don't one. even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh and Jamie... What's her face? Okay. Yeah, I know the women Lee you're Curtis. talking Jamie about, Curtis, but I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Well, some kind of screenshot from mm-hmm. the online. Um, how did we feel about the chapters, boys? Um, Aragon is so stupid. Yeah, Aragon's so stupid. stupid. Endearing. <laughs> yeah, we love him. Eric on is so stupid in brackets positive. <laughs> slash pause. Yeah. Um, slash piece of shit. Um, Tone indicators. Brom slash piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, Brom is kind of slash piece of shit. Guess we'll start with Visions of Perfection. Um, it's just Aragon wakes up from a coma. Um, is like, ooh, I'll do some magic. And Brom arrives back and says, Why the fuck did you do anything? What's wrong with you? I hate you. Pages. The whole chapter is him flipping the fuck out on him. Which, like, I get. He could have died, but. The final Brom sucks moment. It's not quite the whole chapter, is it? Because. Well, he fucks around for a bit. Brom gets in on him. He reams him. He skins him. He flays him alive. And then he stops, and Sephira says, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, I love his little. I don't want to she talk waits. about it. She waits until he's been <laughs> scalded half to death, and then says, "I also think it was dumb." I'm also mad at you. Both of Aragorn's friends are mad at him. This is really tough what situation. situation. Uh, yeah, I do love that she waits, and I love his little like. I don't want to talk about this. I'm so upset. And she's just like, fine, whatever. It's like, um, he's like beaten and like lying on the ground in the dirt and she throws a rock at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very tough for him, this chapter. Um, Roran looks like Garrow, which is... Oh, no. Very sad. Yeah, sad um, for him. Okay, so the description of ro- scrying on Roran is that Aragorn doesn't know the location, hasn't seen the location he's in, so it's just just Roran, none of the surroundings mm-hmm. or objects. Uh, so he's just sitting on nothing in yeah. a blank void. He's just sitting, <laughs> like as it, like as if he was doing like, sitting on a chair or like doing a wall sit, but there's nothing. Um, I do love that image, and that I loved that. I thought that was really funny. I thought the scrying was cool. Yeah, yeah scrying the was, really was cool. cool. I think this is another point for Aragorn being so stupid because he woke up from a coma, ate some soup, and then almost instantly started being like, "Well, maybe I should cast some spells I've never cast before, and I don't know how much energy they use." Yes, <laughs> and he, he literally he... maybe I should do it three times. Maybe I should scry on something that might not that probably doesn't even exist, and that there's no way that could use all the energy in my body and kill me. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I love that there's a little section where he's like, he's still tired uh, and he's thinking about how Brom told him, um, you know, scrying takes energy and, and, you know, maybe don't try it when Brom's not around. And he literally thinks, but I'm stronger than Brom and does it. <laughs> I'm reading through like where he could find food. It's like he found some stew. He couldn't even find any bread. There's no, they, well, they took the horses. Yeah. No, there's no, they didn't even take, they didn't even take the horses. The horses are just a week away. <laughs> <laughs> just like in another he just couldn't find them there in the next, like the next oh, clearing. Isn't he supposed to be like a, a maverick hunter? Follow the hoof prints, dude. Come on. <laughs> well, maybe they carried him away from the horses and not the other way around. Could be. Could be. Yeah, Safira just dropped them off somewhere. <laughs> Left them for two, him. two days. She's so mad at him. 
I mean, for good reason. Yeah, yeah he kind of fucked everything up. And really also, bad. he dies, then she dies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's such a raw deal. I know so we've been over it a hundred times, but it's so rough for her. Um, yeah, I'm not to harp on about being a Brom hater, um, but I'm just kind of sick of his like hyper masculine, like. I don't know, just come back and be really mad about everything gruff dude shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a paragraph about it. Squeeze <laughs> old man McFeeble. Yeah, it's just like... I know it was fake, but it was more fun than this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just feel like he's been feeling really one note for a while and is feeling more like a... I mean, characters are narrative tools, obviously, but he's feeling way more like a tool than a character and just like a collection of tropes, which is just getting to be like, he is a tool also. Oh, you yeah. think Rom's a tool? I do. <laughs> But it's just getting to be, like, really repetitive. Um, <clears throat> which, I mean, I don't blame him, obviously. This is a book written by a baby. Um, but it's like, we're getting the same pattern of Aragorn does something kind of stupid. He passes out for a little bit. He, like, even gets the consequences, and then once he's recovering from it, Brom, Brom's there to, like, bash Yeah, him that's the thing, is, like, he's getting the consequences, so I don't feel like it's interesting or like stimulating as a reader to also get like a page and a half of just him getting yelled at yeah like it's not we we as a audience get that the thing he did was really stupid brum comes back and goes here's the reasons that like that this was stupid this was Mm -hmm. stupid and then keeps going for another like page and a half (laughs) just like it's tiring at this point yeah um so uh he's got a bad attitude um. yeah he does he's he just has a bad attitude it's not very fun um like you you, there's so much more impact of safira's little like two or three lines of like hey that was really dumb and i'm mad at you yeah if you had told me anything about what your plan was that we wouldn't be in this situation because i would have known that was stupid exactly and it's just i feel like that's more impactful especially coming from her because she's more of a character yeah and not yeah. just like the consequences guy yeah um yeah i'm finding him to be very frustrating um but i guess is you know tick 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 <laughs> i think it was nice that aragon was thinking of roran we get a yeah. reminder that like uh life still goes on mm. outside of this little story the little i don't know yeah. um closed viewpoint of aragon and brom mm. Did you have something? Cause, I was just going to say, Rowan is really going through a bit of a raw deal right now. Yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly, things aren't so good for them at the moment. Well, I'm going purely off what we know from this book. His dad died and his cousin slash brother disappeared. And his house got exploded. And his house got exploded. And he has to go work in the mill. Well, he's fine with that. Well, that was normal. He but now, but now he doesn't even stuff. live in the... In the in the village, like, the village that he grew up in, mm. his house is gone. Yeah, he's <laughs> and got, he's not even there to deal with them. And he's got no prospects for his future wife. Like, it's just very tough for him. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think all the really bad stuff happens till book two. Like, it's not a look. Well, we don't we find don't out about anything about... that happens to him until we get Aurora and POV, so Woo-hoo! we don't need to talk about him. Yeah, yeah. not for ages. Um, yeah, I did find but that... We don't need to talk, I don't really remember what like what happens in their village so i don't really want to like talk about it because mm. i don't know <laughs> it just i don't think it happens for a long time no it's like the heavy roaring chap like content is like in brisinger oh yeah <laughs> is it yeah i thought it was all in eldest brisinger's a lot of roaring oh. yeah there's a lot of roaring there i only read i don't rides. remember if it's in um 
eldest at all even i actually I, I don't think know some an eldest yeah i don't remember but like the pov like distribution is really different yeah um, as it goes on it becomes much less like aragon heavy That's as it nice. goes this one's almost all aragon right yeah, apart from the like prologue uh, and prologue. maybe yeah, so a couple chapters at the well I don't. I don't think so i think the prologue might be the only thing that's not hmm. aragon on this one begging and praying we get a Mortag chapter but i know it's not going to happen i guess it makes sense like it's it's hard to write multiple points of view yeah like yeah. i think for this book like having it be contained in aragon's point of view is it, it just completely works reasonable it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think like because the scope of the story doesn't really expand into yeah. all the stuff that happens at the end. Like, it's reasonable to keep it within one. But yeah, I did like that that he's, like, thinking of Roran. And because the last couple of chapters, he's, like, really doggedly going after the Razak. And it's, like, he's mind on the mission, but not mm-hmm. really considering what's driving that yeah. like, internally. Like, the whole time he's in Terum, I don't think he thinks about Garrow or Roran, like, at all. And I think that that's just, like, a nice reminder before they get to, like, the place. Um, yeah, it was nice. Roran, I hope things are going okay for you. I know they are not, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know your dad exploded. <laughs> he kind of turned into a mummy. Mm, a little bit of a situation. It was um, pretty bad for him. Yeah. Um, I just, Aragon deciding to try and scry on something from his dream is so fucking stupid. Um, and then it's like a psycho weird one as well, because he can see the, the setting, which you can't see in a scry. I guess he saw the setting in his dream, so he, like, he saw the cell in the dream, so he would, mm. he would be able to see it, because, like, he's technically, air quotes, been there. Like, mm. it doesn't make sense yeah. that he can see her anyway through the logic of scrying, and I don't know if we ever find out. They're just, like, psychically linked or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yes. um, I like that the rules of scrying are set out, and then... Well, I, I like it a little bit that the rules are broken, mm. but... Uh, I think, yeah, I think they probably... The link is through the egg, Sephira. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, I mean, I... I I love that this breaks the rules of scrying to a point where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because yeah, it's important. Yeah, I like that. I don't like that Brom kind of doesn't care about it. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> at this point, everyone knows Brom is, like, a really powerful magic user, and we know that. And you would think that he would be like, oh, I've never heard of this before. As a scholar of magic, this is really interesting. But, like, everything Aragorn says to him, he kind of just brushes it off. Well, and he goes, kind of goes, I've never heard of that before. That's pretty weird. And let's not talk about it. Yeah. It's like, excuse me? This could be, like... And then he goes on... Is it... No, it's next chapter it's where he's talking chapter. about the wizard battles. How, like, yeah, this is the, him talking about the scrying is also in the next that's chapter. Right. Where yeah. he's like, if somebody breaches your mind, it's over. And doesn't kind of put the connection together that having this like clearly psychic linked dream with a real woman might be some kind of mind breach on the <laughs> young writer you're trying to protect yeah hmm. yeah um, he's not a smart man um okay chapter 31 oh, i got one last thing oh yeah um is it in here yeah um because aragon uh is just out of a coma and can't fight yet give him a day um <laughs> Brom makes him do like 
uh, Technic stuff, which is really good. <laughs> he's he's invisible. He's <laughs> making him do fucking math problems. Making he's, him read the art of war. He's not smart enough for this. Sun Tzu says if you're gonna win a battle, sorry, if you're gonna lose a battle, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I need to read that. It's got good tips for everyday life. Like It, um, it really doesn't. Uh, I, I got like two copies of it upstairs. <laughs> Yeah, I got like a little pocket size one as a present, and I got a normal size one. Just in case you need to like know not to take too many horses uh, that you can't feed on the trail. Yeah, just in case, um, you know, your enemy has more warriors than you, You um, but they're hidden behind a hill, so you don't know. (laughs) You should have just known that. Just in case you need to figure out how to lure your enemy into a canyon and kill him from high above with arrows. I think Aragorn would do well about knowing about the fire arrows. Yeah. Maybe we should teleport into the world and give him a little... Give him out of war? He can't read that. <laughs> oh, shit. He learned no. how, he can he learned read how to read. He can read. It, they are. They're, they're like our letters. <laughs> it might be in a different language, but he'll get it eventually. <laughs> translate this. It'll be too late. Learn a new language. Translate this. He <laughs> <laughs> asks for our boy. <laughs> it's good that he's learning tactics. Mm. It's just really hard for him. He hates it. Again, he's just been in a coma for two days. He's probably got a long-term concussion. Yeah, he's got a huge, huge yeah. brain hemorrhage at the moment. Oh, Maybe that rider magic he, could heal if him. If he hates tactics so much, I think he should listen to a friend from um, a song from my friend Sexo. <laughs> Maybe he would like them a little Maybe bit Maybe he would gratitas. <laughs> tactics. <laughs> Next chapter. Is there a music video for that? No. <laughs> oh. It should be. Um, the first line of this uh, chat is really funny. Uh, the next day was easier on both of them. <laughs> Aragon's second day since his second coma. Day out of his coma. Um, is this the day he completely beats Brom's ass really bad? Um, yeah, this is Master of the Blade. No, there's, yeah, there's a few more days. Oh, I think there's like a week oh, or two. Oh, there's like time. Like a week in, or two. Yeah, they do some travel. the chapter that this mm-hmm. happens in. Yeah, the start of this is talking about the scrying and, and how, Brom like... just says, like, whatever. weird. <laughs> Sorry that that happened to you. <laughs> congratulations. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I ain't hearing all that. Um... Sounds like a you problem, whatever. It just keeps happening. It's so frustrating. I love their little swimming date, though. It's so cute. That's something that's been in my head so clearly for so long, is them swimming in the big lake. Um, and it's so cute, and they're having such a good time. Yeah, it's so lovely. The visual description's really nice as well, mm-hmm. and it's, like, so cool combining the elements of how uh, there's the increased senses and just, like, experiencing all of that mm. as well. Yeah, I just... I think this section does, like, a really... I don't know. I didn't realise coming back on the reread how many of these like little sections of them just hanging out and being mm. friends there are um and yeah like this builds really well on the stuff in Terum where they're just like hanging out on the cliff and that like moment on the plains where they're like I don't know freaking the fuck out and desperately trying to get to each <laughs> other in that windstorm and just like it's all these like little kind of character moments that are just like building up like a really good friendship and it makes sense that they like each other and it makes mm. sense that like they still want to continue hanging out with each other, like, past just having, like, a mystic bond. Yeah. Which I feel like a lazier way to go about this would have been to just, like, state that they have the bond and then have none of these, like, interacting moments and just mm-hmm. go, well, of course we're the best of friends and we love each other. We've got psychic link. It just would have been kind of, I don't know, less rich. I really like this bit. It's, it's sweet. 
Mm. And I think it's like it's it's a good contrast as well to when they get to the city. Yeah. <laughs> I also um like before before they do their swimming when they're talking about the scrying, mm-hmm. Aragon suggests like dead serious, well maybe we should check every prison cell in the country and find her. <laughs> and Brahm is just like, Haha, good joke. And Aragon's like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything now, but I was being <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, the I, was like, I thought we could do that. Um, I'm not sure why he's laughing, but I'm not gonna <laughs> Aragon makes up a woman in his head and is like, this is the most beautiful woman alive. Bro, I gotta I, go find her. I, I gotta, gotta check her. every jail cell in the country. <laughs> he makes up a woman in his head and then finds out she's real and goes, holy shit, we gotta check every jail in the country. I mean, if that happened, yeah. then, you know, what That's- else? <laughs> there might be, does he even, there might be other civilizations on the planet. He, she could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, she could actually be anywhere. Yeah, but well, she Aragorn could even be in Serta. Lucky for him. Didn't Come think on, of that. That's way too far <laughs> No one's in Serta. His brain link doesn't reach that far. <laughs> yeah, how far is is it like anywhere in the world? Scrying? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Like anywhere maybe the, the further it is, the more energy it is. The prime material. <laughs> that sounds like a, a thing, but yeah, it probably makes sense. Yeah. That would make sense, but I don't know if it's like it's not explicit. Up. A really good wizard. Oh God. A really good wizard could use that to triangulate. Like, how tired? How tired did I just get? Okay, <laughs> you're this far away from me. Be <laughs> grinder, but scrying. Scrinder. <laughs> Scrinder. <laughs> Copyright that. Write that down. <laughs> write, that, write that down. Um. Uh, yeah, so the only real other thing that happens in Master... Well, the next thing, really, that happens in Master of the Blade is Aragorn masters, masters the Blade. Hell yeah. Oh, he masters the Blade with his left hand two weeks after he broke his wrist. That's how quick it took. He's just so good at fighting. He needed to level up before they get to, like, the next area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, he's Master of the Blade for a human. If he ever... F- he's... Uh, Brom warns him that he ever fights an elf, uh, even, like... The shittest elf. Even, like, the shittest little tiny girl elf will be his ass. Yeah. But for a human he's master of the place. It seems like Brom's laughing. It's like, I'm reading that as Brom's fucking fuming. He's so cracked. He's, he's so mad. molding over this. He's like... He got beat once and he's like... Oh, okay, it's, it's, um, it's, it's over. Well, don't fucking forget that an elf could destroy you. <laughs> like... I'm just picturing him, like, smoking his pipe and fuming next to the campfire all night. Absolutely. We don't have to do daily training anymore. You, you, well, we it's, don't, fine. it's fine. It's if fine. He, if everyone beats him one more time, he'll kill himself. <laughs> this has been, like, his ego boost. Mm. He's beating the hell out of this guy. This kid. He's, he's the hell out of the teenager I've been hanging out with for three months. <laughs> yeah, I do love that he's, like, I'm the greatest swordsman alive, mm-hmm. apart from three guys, and you, if, and you just beat me, but don't forget... Those three elf. guys and every elf can get you. <laughs> if you make an elf mad, just run. Just run. They will beat your ass six ways to Sunday, my friend. That's so fun. I did think it was a little bit slay and feminist of him to say that even the shittest girl elf in the world could kill you, <laughs> no matter what. I like that he explicitly says that um, even the shittest girl elf could beat you in a sword fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then he panics and is like, um, and then dragons, and then other magic creatures, and then then the Razak too. Yeah, anybody could. Anyone could beat you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So mad. You're just good for a human as well. <laughs> and we're nothing. Like, what about the dwarves? Can the dwarves beat you in a, in a sword I don't fight? know if we could beat them know. in a sword fight, but Did in a hammer fight? sword fight? I don't even know. No, they got, like, axes and shit. They got dwarf-type weapons. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I expect into dwarf type. A dwarf with a long sword? No like, way. It's taller than him. <laughs> That'd be unwieldy. I think something about dwarvish pride would prevent them from using a long sword. It's too fancy. It's not robust enough. They would say it's like unbalanced, even though like it's perfectly balanced. But the weight, the weight's not like top heavy, like a hammer. <laughs> well, you can't go <laughs> Well, with a dwarf, a, a hammer is the perfectly balanced weapon because they're the counterbalance. Yeah. <laughs> so a sword really just isn't useful for their body type. Exactly. They are like literally made of rocks or something. <laughs> I think in this they are actually Sack made of, of stones. Yeah, I think they might. This one might have dwarvish lore where they're carved from rocks. They, this one I has crazy dwarvish lore. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I can't wait to get mm-hmm. to them. I know they ride around on goats and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, our friend Chris kind of found a way to make wizard jewels lame. I know. Um, I so think it's pretty funny. Over in a it's, kind of, it's like a little funny, but it's like, for real. You go they out stand there staring at each other for five minutes and then someone keels over. Yeah. <laughs> I think the imagery's pretty good. <laughs> like, it's funny. external. But it's just like, oh, so we're never having a wizard jewel? Yeah. But there's casting and we're not going to see a wizard jewel because you're going to just die. Yeah, he, made, he made magic too good. It's, like, way too powerful. How could you ever have a wizard jewel? You're just, like, you know, give the other guy a brain hemorrhage right away. Ah, but before they die, they can brain your hemorrhage. <laughs> she brain on my hemorrhage. Yeah. <laughs> my dying breath, I brain on your hemorrhage. <laughs> my dying breath, I make you really cold and you have to think about making yourself really hot. Wizard jewel, she slumped my shit stupid style. <laughs> Yeah, no, they are kind of lame. I'm sorry. I like it when they're launching fireballs at each other. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't care about the stupid mental sparring or whatever. There's a reason that that psychic class in D&D never got off the ground, and it's because you're just standing Because people like to do things and see through people do things. We had Moa play um, Psycho in our game, and it's like, um, when we were in combat, he could only describe his guy as just, like, glancing over somewhere. It was, it was cool <laughs> the first time where he's, like, trying to be offhanded, and the second time it's like, oh, I want to do something cool, but all I do and is do look is at look that at guy. <laughs> looks at you with my evil eyes <laughs> people with blue eyes oh <laughs> uh, yeah no it's a it's just looking at you stop <laughs> it's just boring well it's not boring i think it's it's funny but it's like i'm sorry um you, it's hard to i, I want to i would like that. a wizard yeah. a wizard jewel to be cool mm. yeah. <laughs> not funny because someone just dies after looking at them like i think there are wizard jewels later in the series and they are they, they're kind of intense well yeah because, because, because you're, you're in battle of mind yeah yeah but, uh, which is the, the cool or whatever but it's not lightning like, bolt it's not fucking mob psycho fight scene yeah. <laughs> I, well, can you imagine? Actually, mob, don't go in there. You don't deserve it. Mob with a dragon the, the contrast of, like, the pretty well-written um, sword fight scene here into Brom losing into saying, Do- magic jewel, way cooler. Yeah, you would totally lose a magic You would lose a magic anyone. jewel. Well, he would. He's stupid. Yeah. It's not his fault. All he can do is imagine a brick wall, and he's not very good at it. He can imagine throwing an orc at um at a tree. Yeah. Considering and pass out. And pass out. Considering that mental fortitude is the number one requirement for not getting, like, mind-controlled by the god king brom is not doing a very good job training that with no no no, brom is working really hard to um grind him into the dirt which Mm. kind of seems like the opposite of what you want to happen you kind of want a healthy sprightly young man 
You should be giving him therapy for like all his familial trauma. Yeah, his mental health is going to be in the gutter, and Gabaltorx is just going to get in there. <laughs> I mean, look what happened. It's just, it's tough for him out here. There's a wizard duel, and Gabaltorx just says, "Unfortunately, your mother and, and he, a yeah, killed and he over." Just <laughs> dies. <laughs> He's like, I didn't even cast anything. (laughs) (laughs) He's just really sad. (laughs) Fighting with Morsen, he's like, yeah, I'm low. (laughs) It's all over. Oh my god. Yeah, I do love... Morsen has already died. No. (laughs) He comes back just for that. He comes back to life just for that. He's like, I want my sword back. (laughs) Um, I love Aragorn's so curious about the world. It's so nice. I know that he's mm. just like an exposition guy, but like it's there's so there would be so much chance for him as a as a point of view character to be like really passive and just yeah. be like having things told to him. I also it's so refreshing that he asks questions in this chapter and mm, Brom yeah. doesn't immediately shut him down. Yeah, because that happens kind of frequently. And when you are the POV character. And we're getting all the it's info. Like, from I want you. to know things. Yeah, and Stop he's like, no. "Hey, what's this?" And Brom goes, "Tut tut tut, shut the fuck up." It's like, but Brom, what? I'm here too. It's like he's yelling at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just he's he's a proactive, curious protagonist, mm-hmm. and it's nice. And I like that when things happen to him, there are consequences for his actions. <laughs> really low bar, I know. Mm. But. I do like it though. I like when things happen and have a result. Mm, I I just I love how often he completely fucks up. And and it fucks things up for everybody. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Like so many bad things happen, and it's his fault. Sorry, I'm just remembering from the first chapter from this this lot. Um, when Brom gives this has his whole spiel about how terrible all of this thing these things are, and Aragorn sits through it for ages and ages and ages, and then he says. But it's not as bad as you thought. They already knew about me. Aragorn, <laughs> <laughs> that's so much worse. <laughs> oh, so as bad as you thought. It's ten times worse. It's like they've got a leader. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, Brom instantly assumes that their leader is a man. Just saying. Interesting. Well, Rom's the worst man in the world. Well, yeah. I don't think he believes in women. <laughs> well, we saw the other chapter. He definitely doesn't. I don't think that they exist. <laughs> I think he believes in them, but only um, while they do things for him. Mm. <laughs> I'll never tell you what that old man did. <laughs> um, okay, the Mire of Dressleona. Oh, Finally, after, um, like, what? At least three weeks after Aragorn asked, "What's Hellgrind?" He we gets to find out. Yeah, it's a cool mountain. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Hellgrind! I'm. I think Aragorn's a better person than I am because if I had to wait that long and I got there and and Brom's like, "That's Hellgrind. It's that big rock." The I would. Mountain. I would have gone psycho. <laughs> if I had to wait three weeks and you would not tell me, psycho. it's not even a mountain. It's a big rock. It's really. Big, yeah. It's just <laughs> a spire. Um, it's, like, got, it's got th- three spires, and they argue four, if the fourth one's real. They argue if it's worth them. <laughs> Guys, let's join the blood cult and cut our hands off about it. Yeah, they are killing yeah. people for that. Oh my god, I love, love, I love, love this, this cult. city. It's just like, it's this so is the only like major e. religion that's ever been mentioned in this book. <laughs> this is the worst designed city with an even worse religion. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love Joss Leona. It's such a scum pit. No <laughs> yeah. Um, something I think is quite funny about this is it's very exciting explicitly described as not being a planned city like Tim. It's big, it's sprawling, there's no wall, 
But there is a guard checkpoint. <laughs> but there's a, Where? There is a wall. It's like a shit mud wall. And I think it's just like... Yeah, but the city's also outside the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Like it's not contained in the wall. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess they no, just, there's, like... there's the inner part that's, like, fancier, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, but, like, that's not the whole city, and that's not where the oh, checkpoint the is. Are the outside <laughs> Yeah, oh, the man. checkpoint is as you come into the city. But, like, it's city sprawl. Where's the... E- does the checkpoint have to move every couple of weeks? <laughs> like, maybe they've got just, like, a main road. <laughs> they got, like, a few different checkpoints. Mm. Ten guards on either side of the road. It's that's so many people. <laughs> 20 guys watching you walk down the street. Who the hell's, like, moving in and out of Drasliona? This place sucks. It's like a big trading. Is it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I guess it's situated for you. Yeah, it was was one of the places they they listed when they were, like, what are the trading hubs that, like, when they were trying to track the Scyther Oil. Mm. Alright, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's... I love it. I love the blood cult. I think they're so creepy and weird. Mm -hmm. I love that, like, it's just... In any other, I don't know, world, that the the cult of people who worship the obviously evil mountain and, like, do human sacrifices and drink blood and cut their arms off mm-hmm. for a scary mountain god would be, like, an underground, like, the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. In my video game, these are the cultists you kill. Mm-hmm. But in this world, in they're just... They just run the city. Yeah. And everyone's just like, okay. Everyone's like, I'll just avoid those guys. I need to go trade there, but uh, I just can't piss off the cult. But the temple is the biggest building in the city, and you can see it from everywhere. And it's shaped like the rock. Um, I also want to say, you said this obviously evil rock. It's just a rock. Um, I think Brom describes it... um, He describes it as being unhealthy and malevolent, but it's just a big spiky rock. Inherently, there's nothing wrong with a big rock. Brom's buying into the cult stuff and being like, this is fucked up and horrible. (laughs) But, like, that's just a fucking rock. It's the cult worship that's bad. Actually, yeah, it's not not like (laughs) a volcano or anything. Obviously, it's like Eye of Sauron. Obviously, there's some evil guys up at the top, but they don't know about those. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, this is Magic World. The spire could simply have very bad vibes. So it could have bad vibes, but he should have said that mm. instead of saying this rock is unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, that was it's a, a rock. Rock's kind of sick. Rock. This rock's kind of sick, dude. Sick. Yeah, that's what everyone else thinks, Brom. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a bit like well, a sick rock, a bit of a religion. <laughs> He's out of that. Yeah, I don't know why he describes it as unhealthy. It is literally just some stones. Mm. It, yeah. it can't be sick. It is rocks. Um, but, you know, I It can't be guys. malevolent. It's a rock. It can be a bit scary looking, I Yeah, guess. but it can't be malevolent. Malevolent is an intent. It's true. <laughs> it's a rock. What if it has a, a mind? A very scary, evil mind? Well, it could. This rock's got an agenda. But, like, I feel like... And it's a dangerous yum, 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 give me your blood, please. It's yeah. <laughs> yum, 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 <laughs> and fingers mm. uh, I am so excited for when we get there uh, it's just like it's pretty it's fucked so up. creepy and weird and evil it's oh. so good I yeah, this city kind is creepy and weird <laughs> creepy and weird with it um, I'm glad to be exploring a new area yes and the atmosphere here is fantastic it's great it's like this chapter is really really short but you get the descriptions of the city are just like 
concise and 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 like really precise mm-hmm. and just make you feel very gross and sad and everything's yucky and everybody here is evil and weird yeah it's so good and the buildings are all like what like they're, they're built over the street so the buildings like are um them. Tudor city style where mm-hmm. you're allowed to expand wider on the top layers as long as you're not taking up more ground mm, and you yeah. don't get taxed for more land usage <laughs> <laughs> so all the streets are just tunnels <laughs> so good so cool um i love how much he's like the, the, the quality of living it's just horrible yeah. it's like this is horrible a beast shouldn't live like this mm. this sucks i'm ready and then he's also like thinks everything's really gross mm. even though he's like a farm boy mm-hmm. he's just like I, w- I won't even touch that mattress i'm gonna sleep on the floor i'll be i'll be an empty sack of skin the second i sit down yeah he's like the bugs on that bed are gonna eat me alive and rom goes mm. <laughs> don't mind if i i'll do. take the bed <laughs> Why does Brom get him blasted at this inn? Um, Brom gets even more blasted than him. <laughs> Brom drinks twice as much. I don't know much. why. <laughs> yeah, don't you have, like, a really important mission to do tomorrow, guys? Yeah, don't you have to be, like, really uh, well-rested? Like, or just also just not, extremely not in a safe place? <laughs> yeah. This isn't your buddy's house. <laughs> and, like, Brom's, like, 80 years old. Maybe, do you think being a dragon rider, like, means you can't get hungover? I guess we might find out next. We'll find out the next page. Because Aragon has told us that by all rights, Rom should be far more hungover than him. So perhaps we'll find out that there's something secret. Oh, is really sad that um, she has to be left alone again. Mm, Yeah, she hates leave alone. Mm. Maybe they should have built a city for her. Well. (laughs) Wait a second. No, there is nothing. She's too big. I'm so sorry, my beautiful queen. It's just so sad. Um, it's I, I I can't I can't say more good things about. I can say more good things about it. I can't say enough good things about it. I love <laughs> this place. It's fucked in the head. It's disgusting. Everything's so gritty and grimy, and everyone's so yucky. Um, mm-hmm. I just it's a it's an excellent excellent place for the Rosaglia to be. Mm. Yeah, he was yeah. like, hmm, how can I make this the place where these gross nasty dudes live? Yeah, as gross and nasty as possible. Um, and he did it. Mm-hmm. By God, it's great. I love it. Um, that is all I have yeah. in my notes. I'm just excited That's for the next couple of chapters. Did um, do uh, Brom or Aragon give us any hints about what they're planning to do now they're here? They have no, no idea. No, no, no I thought not. not. They walked in with no plan. Yeah. They said, the Rouse like are here. Great. Let's, let's go. Let's get them. Let's go. Let's get them, boys. Which, like, you don't even know where they live. I like that after um, the chapter with the the swinging and the swimming and the the spring and like the the mm. training mm. training's finally over. It's like um, it's finally time for Aragon to go and do his actual mission that he set out for. Yeah, it's good build up and like it, it definitely is like turning point coming from like the imagery of like that beautiful clear lake and all the yeah. meadows and stuff to this like horrible nasty. Yeah, the like crystal clear lake that you can see like. Yeah. It's like huge. They fly up and they can still not see one of the shores. It's yeah, like it's, it's huge, size. it's huge, it's huge, and it's incredibly clear mm. as well because you can see really far. Yeah. Inside it's so it. Nice. It's it's lovely. Um yeah, it's 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 just like it's good tone setup and good like pacing, mm. I think. It's also like almost halfway through the book, mm. yeah. just about. But yeah, that's a nice contrast between chap um like imagery and yeah. chapters. Mm. 
Yeah, they definitely have, like, I mean, this was a short reading this week, definitely, but, like, the feel is very different yeah. like, between chapters, and I think that that's something he, he did really well. Um, I think we're, are we are we done for today, boys? I think that's yeah, the content that we'll go on. That was short. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us. We haven't recorded in, like... We've been on a, Six or seven a, weeks. a holiday break. Yeah, it's been holidays. Yeah. Um, so, I'm yeah. sorry if you can hear clattering and galumphing and thundering down the stairs. Um, uh, <laughs> there's nothing we can really do about yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, it's good to be back. We live in a house with many other people. It's, yeah, it's good. Okay, who's on summary and what are we reading next week? Uh, Sean, I think you would be up next. Oh, gosh. Goodness. Um... So up next, gasping. Yeah. So up next, we've got a uh, trail of oil, worshippers of Hellgrind, and the Rezark's revenge. Um, and then there's some some very exciting events in the oh, next one I, as well. <laughs> our boys and girls, stay tuned. Fuck yes. Listeners, episode 12 will be in high spirits. Oh, we should buy party poppers. Yeah. That would sound dreadful. <laughs> Explosions. This has been E is for Dragon. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Dreadful. <laughs> Explosions. This has been E is for Dragon. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll catch you next week.